Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. As a professional intuitive medium, Reiki master, and yoga teacher, my intention is to explore intuition so you can gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. I honor your spiritual growth. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast is a little bit different. I wanted to share with you what's going on with me. And this comes directly from one of my very favorite podcasters and friends, also community member in the Intuitive Women Facebook group, Ellen Ferranti. So thank you, Ellen. I had put a post in there as well as Instagram saying, going to record a few episodes for the podcast. What do you guys want to hear? Got a lot of things that you guys wanted to hear from, but this one kind of struck me. Ellen said, I want to hear what you're up to and anything in the future. And I thought to myself, a lot of times my podcast episodes are meditations, which I absolutely adore creating for you. And should I say, I usually channel as well as interviews, but it's been quite, quite a long time that I've just spoken into the mic and said, this is what's going on. So here's a little update. First of all, I am recording at my most favorite place in the world, and that is down by the beach. And I'm looking out the window right now. And although it's winter, to see moving water is just glorious. The sun is shining and it's a chilly March day, but it's still beautiful. I have to reflect on March. It's almost a year that this whole COVID thing has started. And I feel like there's so much to reflect on, bittersweet, silver lining, positive, negative. What I think a lot of you don't know is so many nudges from spirit that I have received. And I want to start back to March 16th. So on the day of March 16th was supposed to be and was my official day of working full-time for the Center for Wellness and Integrative Medicine at Northwell Health. Prior to that, I had been a contractor, fully a contractor. And March 16th, once I finally said, okay, let's do this thing. I'll do this full-time, doing everything what I'm doing now, so just in a different capacity, was the day that COVID hit. And so It's so interesting because a couple months prior to March 16th, I was going back and forth. Should I stay a contractor? Do I go full time? What's the benefits? You know, all those decisions that we all make. Um, This is a big healthcare company. They're creating a position for me. How exciting is that? What will change? What will stay the same? And I remember driving to my administrator to have my last like negotiating negotiation meeting. And I asked for a sign from the angels, of course. And I pulled into a parking space. Now, let me just tell you, it's really hard to find a parking space. It's a very, very large building. Parking spaces are very hard to find. I actually drove there 30 minutes earlier to find a parking space. Well, here was a parking space literally in front. When I pulled in, the license plate in front of me had big angel wings. And the license plate number ended in 444. And I was like, okay, thank you, angels. So I 
knew that was a sign that they were with me and they were supporting me on whatever decision I made. And I chose to make the decision to join. It was a great decision and I don't look back on it. I don't regret it at all. I have learned and done so many things in this last year. But March 16th happens and now I am fully employed with benefits, doing what I love and COVID is hitting. So I feel like spirit really had my back there. You know, the angels were giving me signs all along and I really truly know that if I hadn't said yes, three months prior, I may have been out of work and things could have been very different. Not necessarily bad, but different. So that's sort of my nudge from spirit, like always trusting the sign. Even my husband laughed and said, wow, this could not have happened at a better time. And I agree. So here we are a whole year later. (sighs) My day-to-day has changed quite a bit. Um, Just for so many of you know, I am still teaching yoga. I am teaching two classes a week compared to many years ago, teaching 14 classes a week. That's a big difference if you're a yoga teacher, you know what I mean? And I'm loving both the classes amazingly, but things have shifted a bit. So I'm teaching two classes a week. These are hybrid classes. So you can take class with me anywhere in the world via Zoom, or you can come into the studio. Uh, with your mask on. So that is happening. Once a week, I hold a beautiful Reiki circle. I've been holding that Reiki circle since March 16th. And it happens every Thursday evening from 6 p.m. to 6.45 p.m. Eastern time. I would love for you to join me again. I've met so many people that are just not in New York and are around the world and literally around the world. We have people that tune in from New Zealand and across the country. And then I have my everyday. I am seeing people. I am so happy to be seeing clients for Reiki. I am seeing people that are happily coming back, enjoying the service of Reiki. And I am so such a beautiful, beautiful thing that I can, I can be here to give that. I'm seeing a lot of people. The unfortunate part is I'm seeing so many, and I see mostly women. I would say that's 99.9% of my business with so much anxiety and so much stress. And the anxiety and stress has also created, as we know, some other underlying causes. So Reiki has really been the mainstay. I have been privileged, truly, truly privileged. I ran my very first virtual Reiki class in July of last year, and I have successfully ran multiple Reiki 1 and Reiki 2 online courses. Reiki is vital at this time. If you do not know anything about Reiki, if you are looking to learn Reiki 1 for yourself, which is self-care, please, please message me. Also, if you have never had a treatment and you're looking for a treatment, uh, if you want an in-person treatment, I truly recommend you looking in the area. You can message me for any maybe information that you should ask that practitioner. And of course, I do distant healing. Why am I talking so much about Reiki? Because Reiki truly has been an anchor to so many people. I've had the privilege to teach Reiki to our ACP group. And the ACP group 
in the health system is advanced clinical practitioners. The advanced clinical practitioners may consist of physicians as well as nurse practitioners and social workers. And I was just privileged to teach Reiki 1 to them as well. So Reiki is really, truly infiltrating into the healthcare system, not just for patients, but for employees. And that's what I see so much. Our healthcare workers have truly held this burden during this pandemic. And I know we're not out of the woods. So I love supporting them. I love giving them the tools of Reiki and self-healing if they choose to learn it for themselves or they're coming in and receiving Reiki. So it's just beautiful. And I want to just share that, that wherever you are, I'm hoping each state, um, maybe even if you're out of the country, that Reiki is becoming more and more accessible to everybody. So with that in mind, I want to just share that I do have some Reiki classes coming up. Again, these are virtually, so you can take them anywhere. Reiki 1 on March 30th and 31st from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And Reiki 2, April 26th and 27th, same thing, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It's over two nights. Now, obviously, you have to have had Reiki 1 to have complete Reiki 2. Any information, just contact me. You know where to find me. Uh, So pleased to announce that I had created a Reiki Master Practitioner Mentorship. And I have three ladies graduating this week coming up, and I'm so thrilled for them. They've done so much work. There's a lot of work involved. And so that program has been spearheaded by me, and I'm just so excited that um, it's taken off. That being said, if you've done Reiki 1 and Reiki 2, and you're looking to become a Reiki master practitioner, feel free to connect with me. There is an application process, there's an interview process, and then it is a three-month mentorship. There are books to read, there is a test, there's case studies. It's pretty involved and thorough, but I love it. And I'm just excited that I'm able to deliver it. So what's ahead? <laughs> what's going? What else is going on? Well, I... I love giving readings. I've been doing so many beautiful, beautiful readings with beautiful messages. And most of my readings are virtually. Most of my readings are virtually and I get to meet so many beautiful people. I will say that my readings are, I like to call my readings like combo readings. So I know some people separate them. They might have soul readings, psychic readings and mediumship readings. For me, just who I am and how spirit works with me is I just have two readings, different They're exactly the same. They're open readings and it's just by time. So there's 30 minutes and 50 minutes. For me, once we connect, usually on Zoom or phone, you just let me know what you're looking for. Are you looking more for guidance and intuition or are you looking for strictly connecting with your loved ones or a little bit of both? And I would say 95% everybody says, I want to know what's going on with me, but I would love if grandma would come through. So that's the majority of my readings. I love it. I love giving readings. I feel that this is just such a part of my existence and life path. And there's a little story with that too. I remember we're going back many years now when I had gotten a reading, I was in an ashram in Pennsylvania and the Vedic astrologer said to me, you're going to be doing this full time. You're going to be giving readings. And I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? And he said, this is your life path. And you will be doing healings, hands-on, as well as receiving messages from your guides and, 
and loved ones. And I had absolute horror on my face. I thought, what the heck is he saying? So this was probably back in 2009. And here we are now. So getting those little nudges from spirit, they're always there. I want to say that I have been loving creating group readings and I've hold a, held a few group readings and everybody has really gotten such beautiful messages. I will be holding more. The group readings are really fun because I find that people come, everybody gets a message, the ones that I've been doing so far, and everybody gets a message. But as you're waiting for your message, you're getting messages. There's so much healing that's happening. And I've, I've really loved the fact that, again, I have to really like the fact of the virtual world. There's some downside to it. We've been able to come together in a community. So that's been fun too. I am going to kind of face my fear a little bit and do a, a much bigger gallery reading in the next couple of months. So to be to tune in and that'll be a bigger gallery reading. And so I'll be doing that with um, a very, very good friend of mine, another medium. So stay tuned on that. That'll probably happen in May or June. So that's a little bit of what's going on for me. I wanted to just tell you about some of the feedback from Instagram. So I asked, you know, I have some ideas for the podcast and I have to record some episodes. What do you want to hear? So obviously you heard Ellen. She wanted to know what was going on for me and plans for the future. Some of the episodes you want me to cover is concepts on grounding yourself. Another one was connecting with spirit and maybe more talk about encounters with spirits. Uh, connecting with your spirit guides, reducing stress, being more positive and more present. So really, really great um, things. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just kind of lead into, since I gave you my little bit about me, let's talk about grounding. So I'm going to talk about grounding and then I'm going to do a short grounding exercise. So first, grounding yourself. Why would you want to ground yourself? Grounding just like it says, is close to the earth. And you're going to want to be grounded, especially when you feel like there's a lot going on. When it's difficult for you to process things, when you feel scattered, when you feel unfocused, when you want more clarity in your life. So first we have to recognize why do we want to be grounded? And then how do we get grounded? So there's a few ways you can go about this. I am going to lead you through in a grounding cord meditation, but you can also be grounded in many different ways. So let me talk about that first. So some, are, some of these are exercises that you can do that don't take long. One is just being outside and standing. I know that sounds like, huh? What, what is that about? Standing. So if you can get outside, especially if you can get outside with your feet on the earth without socks and shoes on, that's even better. And standing, I love closing the eyes, just standing in mountain pose, which is feet hips distance apart, feeling the earth beneath you, but then also intentionally allowing that earth energy to be drawn up through the body. So you're pulling up earth energy and feeling that upward as well as pressing downward. And you can just do that for a couple of minutes. Another way to get grounded is to do things physically. So walking, moving, 
anything that you can do, yoga, being in the physical, that grounds you, grounds your body. Also, everyday task, doing things around the house, doing the laundry, staying focused like that. That actually grounds you because you're actually physically doing something. Essential oil can ground you. So some of the essential oils that would ground you would be more similar to um, earthy scents. And so you can smell. And when you smell and you use that scent, that sense of smell, you feel in your body. You, You notice that scent. There's also grounding food. So grounding food would be things that come from the earth, obviously. So potatoes, sweet potatoes, beets, things like that. Carrots. So grounding food, warm food, food that's going to kind of feel close to the earth. And then of course, the grounding cord meditation. So I'm going to take you through this exercise and you can do this really at any time. One suggestion I make for you is that if you go from place to place, or if you travel, you want to do the grounding cord when you arrive somewhere and then when you return. So even if you're going to someone's house or spending a night, or if you're actually going on a plane and going somewhere else, you want to ground yourself when you get to that location so that you're grounded to that particular earth spot. And if you're doing this on a daily basis, you can ground often when you need to, and you'll know when you need to because you'll become more aware in your body than when you feel unsettled and uncomfortable. Or you could do it in the morning, or some people like to do it in the evening, but I prefer the morning so it kind of sets your day. So you can be grounded and centered at the same time. Now, what I will say is some people, even like me, I work so much in the upper realms, connecting with spirit, connecting with deceased loved ones. So I'm always working in the upper chakras, but you need to live on this earth. So you can be up in the upper chakras and grounded at the same time. I believe you can do both. You don't want to be living up there all day long because you'll get lost. (laughs) You'll be scattered. You won't be be able to complete a task. So meditation's wonderful. And some of the meditations which really take you way up into the ethers are great and they feel great. I want to live up there too, but we have to be in our body and it's really important. So here's a quick grounding exercise, and I'd love for you to experience this with me. I invite you to come to a seated position, seated in a chair, or seated in a surface where your feet can be firmly placed on the ground. You will want your spine nice and tall, your head aligned over the base of your spine, and your hands relaxed, either at your side or on your lap. Once you find this position, Invite your eyes to close. Feel free to move if you need to. And then find complete stillness. This short grounding exercise is so vital. 
we begin with the breath. Deeply breathe in and out. Feel the breath as you inhale and as you exhale. Notice where the breath enters the body and where it is released. As you breathe in through the nose, notice this cool air. And as you breathe out through the nose, notice it warm. Now bring all your attention to your feet. Feel your feet firmly placed, uncrossed on the earth. Bring your attention to your seat and feel the bottom of your seat on the surface that you're sitting on. At the base of your spine, create a grounding cord. I want you to imagine a cord tied at the base of your spine. This cord could be a rope or a cable. Or perhaps use your imagination. It may be a sturdy vine. Tie this grounding cord at the base of your spine and notice at the other end is a weight. As you drop the grounding cord all the way down to the center of the earth, see it being released. It moves through the earth's layers, sediment and rock, crystals, until it finally settles. Feel it center. Feel it anchored. And feel yourself tethered to Mother Earth. Now, with your grounding cord in place, scan your physical body. Begin at the top of the head and move through your body and notice if there's any physical sensation that is uncomfortable or not serving you. Notice it without judgment and be amused. With just a thought, allow that uncomfortability to move through the body down to the base of the spine, through the grounding cord, and to Mother Earth. Release it away. Imagine this grounding cord is pulling it like the force of a vacuum. And breathe with me now. Deep breath in. And deep breath out. Now, as you breathe normally and naturally, 
scan your emotional body from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. What emotions are not serving you? What emotions are uncomfortable? Notice them now with no judgment and be amused. With just a thought, allow those emotions to go down through the body to the base of the spine and be carried through the grounding cord, pulled like a vacuum all the way down to Mother Earth. Release it away and breathe with me now. Deep breath in, deep breath out. Now, your physical and emotional body is cleared and grounded. Bring your attention to the top of your head. At the top of the head, imagine a beautiful golden sun. This sun represents your spirit. We all have a spirit, and sometimes it drifts away. Call your spirit back. Feel your spirit at the top of your head, warming you and supporting you. Feel it enter your crown chakra and move through your entire body, filling your body with light, love, and support. Your spirit is with you now. You are connected, you are centered, and you are grounded. As we close, place your hands at your heart and thank yourself for this short exercise of grounding. Namaste.